And this is going to allow you to gain experience and it's going to allow you to build your portfolio before you make a full transition. Welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast. On the show, it's my job to tease out the creative solutions my guests are coming up with to change the world through creativity, social action, and mindset. I also give you tips and techniques so you can do the same. This episode is brought to you by my class, Meditation for Busy People, where you'll learn how to relieve stress and discover clarity and joy in just five minutes a day. It's also brought to you by the Brain FM app and this podcast host, Podbean. Also, follow the podcast on Instagram or TikTok and check out our shop for merch, music, and musings. The links are all in the show notes. Hey there, and welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Isolde Trachtenberg. Today, in honor of Labor Day, I want to dive into a topic that's close to my heart, and I have a feeling it's close to yours too, how to move towards loving what you do for a living. If you already love what you do, kudos. If you're trying to get there, this episode is for you. As we go through this together, I'm going to wear some different hats to bring you six valuable tips on how to find more joy in your work. Some of these tips are going to help you improve your current job situation, but other ones are going to guide you to transitioning to a more fulfilling and joyful career. So here we go. Tip number one, start by bringing creativity to your current role. Sometimes the key to loving your job is to find ways to make it more engaging. Look for opportunities to add your personal touch. It can be as simple as reimagining your daily tasks, or you could suggest an innovative solution that you thought of to existing challenges you or your company are facing, or you could even infuse creativity into your workspace. Uh, put up posters or drawings or a fun new screensaver, anything like that, because small changes can make a huge difference in your overall job satisfaction. Tip number two, cultivate a growth mindset. Embrace challenges like they're stepping stones to your personal and your professional development. So instead of seeing obstacles as roadblocks, I'm going to encourage you to see them as opportunities to learn and grow. You know, my favorite saying, or one of them is, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Every single time, you're going to learn something new, you're going to grow in a different way, you're going to stretch yourself, you're going to challenge yourself, and you're going to take on new tasks, acquire new skills, and really seek ways out to expand your knowledge base. Because when you approach your work with a growth mindset, you're going to find more satisfaction and joy in the process of overcoming challenges. Tip number three, explore your organization's creative potential. If you've got a burning desire to get more involved in creative aspects of your job, start a conversation with your supervisor or manager or even the big boss. Express your real interest in taking on new challenges and contributing your creative ideas to the team. I have an example of this from my own work. I was doing work at NASA as a contractor, and I was doing uh, a lot of reaching out to schools and going and teaching at schools, teaching earth science and environmental science at schools, and doing these special programs and workshops. This was all sort of as a funnel to my eventual rise as earth lady education, but 
at that time, I was working for someone who really wanted me to do admin. Now, if you know me, you know that admin is something I have to work hard at because it's not my natural song, strong suit. And so when I was sitting in that situation and we were facing an Earth Day challenge, and what I mean by that is what was the kind of programming that we were going to do for Earth Day as part of my work at NASA. And my contracting officer wanted very much for me to do the admin around what everyone else was going to do. And I really honestly felt like he was very interested in someone doing this work and he didn't really care who that person was as long as someone did it. And in my contract, admin wasn't one of the things that was really called for. I was supposed to be there doing environmental education and outreach and science communication instead of administrative work, which Truthfully, again, I'm not the greatest at. So I did as much as I could, but more and more, he wanted me to really work on that aspect of it. And in fact, later on, when he wanted me to re-sign my contract and sort of re-up, it was almost all admin. And that was when I left NASA for the final time. I kind of went, you know, there's nothing I can do here because admin is not what I want to do. And I want to go somewhere else where I am going to do the work that I'm best suited for because I'm not best suited for admin. But to get back to this Earth Day celebration, I we were going to be doing this uh, big Union Station uh, sort of project where at Union Station in Washington, D.C., we were going to have lots of different essentially stalls set up or kiosks set up or tables where people could come in and learn about the Earth, learn about Earth science, learn more about the work that NASA and NOAA were doing. And it was really exciting. And in one of these meetings, I went, you know what I'd like to do? I think it would be great, a great way to engage our audience to help them figure out how to make clouds in bottles. And everybody loved it. And it was going to be super fun. And it was super fun. I had the best time doing it. My my contracting officer wasn't thrilled, actually. He was like, I wanted you to do the admin. But because I brought that up and sort of said, hey, I was thinking in addition to the admin that I could do this. And everybody loved the idea. He kind of had to go along with it, which wasn't my intent, by the way. It wasn't my intent to go, I'm going to mess with my boss. That wasn't it at all. I kind of went, you know, it would be really cool. I would love to do this. And everybody else who was there loved it. And I was just speaking about it as something that would be creative and fun and would really be engaging to all the people who were walking through Union Station that day. He'd wanted me to do more admin. And I was thinking, I'll do both. There's no reason why I can't do both. And uh, for him, it, it would, it, I guess it would have been better, truthfully, if I had talked to him about it to begin with. But I thought of it right then, which is why I said it. So there's some interpersonal relations stuff that went on with us later on. You don't need to know <laughs> all about that. But my point is that it's really a good idea if you've got a burning desire to get more involved in those creative aspects of your job, start a conversation with your supervisor or manager. And yeah, maybe not in the middle of a big meeting because <laughs> that might not get you what you want. But if you express your interest in taking on some of those challenges, sometimes all it takes is that proactive step to unlock all sorts of new opportunities and responsibilities that align with your passions and your goals. In my situation, that wasn't the case, but that was because of the way things were set up for the contract that I was working on and that my boss really wanted me to slide more into an admin role rather than as an outreach person. And that ended up ending that contract. And we're going to talk about the process of all that in just a minute. Tip number four, 
Here we go. If you're thinking about a career shift, start by identifying those creative strengths and what really, truly gets you excited. Take some time for self-reflection and consider how your talents, how you can apply them in different job roles or maybe even different industries. For example, if you've got a great sort of talent or a knack for storytelling and design, you might explore careers in marketing or content creation, or you might also go further and do copywriting. There are all sorts of different ways that you might be able to use your ability as a storyteller to do that. Certainly I, when I do my workshops, when I'm teaching people how to communicate, I do that too. And and I did learn something about <laughs> communication working for that old NASA boss. And that was that we fundamentally were not going to be able to communicate well enough to make it a successful pairing. And that was something I had to learn. And this was many years ago. I, I've learned a lot since then. Could I have handled things better? Sure. Absolutely, I could have handled things better. And those are all, again, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Those are all uh, opportunities to learn and build your skill set. So when you align the skills that you have with the passions, with the things you want to do, you're going to be one step closer to that fulfilling career. And if that ends up meaning that you can't stay in the job you have because your priority becomes more about being fulfilled in your career than in staying in that job because inertia is real, my friend. That is something that is absolutely real. Sometimes you stay stuck in that rut until something pushes you out of orbit. And for me, with that NASA CEO, the NASA contracting officer, that was the first sort of tumble. Me saying, oh, you know, it would be really cool it would, be, would be to do a clouds in a bottle activity. And everybody's saying, as old as you should totally do that. Again, I, didn't, I had not meant for it to be, I know what I'll do. I was raising the point. And for my boss, that was a no-no. And that's one of those things that you have to navigate. And even before you take a job, see how well you're going to jibe with that boss. Because if you're not jibing with that boss, if you're not in alignment, if you're not... If you don't have that synchronicity between the two of you, uh, ultimately, long term, it's not going to work. You're going to be more miserable than happy. And the goal of this episode and my goal for anybody I coach is to get you to a place where you're happy in your life and in your work. So think about that before we move on to tip number five. If you're like set on finding a job you love, you're going to need to create a, a plan, a transition plan. So first, of course, update your resume. Highlight your your skills and accomplishments that are transferable to from where you are to where you want to go. And then start networking within that desired industry or field, right? Start going to networking events, conferences, workshops to expand your contacts and your knowledge. Don't, don't hesitate to do that because... Starting to go do that, starting to attend online events after work, doing anything that you can that's going to get you to a place where you are actually in the room, if you will, with the people who are making those strides, who are doing what you want to do, you let them know who you are, right? That's one of the things that's so important is they don't know you, they're not going to know you. Why would they ever hire you? So starting to attend those kinds of events and workshops to expand those contents, and contents, contacts, to expand your knowledge. Hesitating to do that actually is going to stand in your way. So even if you're an introvert, you're going to eventually have to go and and sort of do it and, and get in there and talk to people, meet people, have your business card ready. 
and really let them know that there are challenges that you're looking for. And really, I want to look at the idea of going to a career counselor or some kind of mentor who can help you gain insights and support you as you navigate this journey, because it's a big one. Navigating changing your career can be very jarring and can be very scary, but it doesn't have to be. So remember that as you're contemplating these changes. Finally, on to tip number six, taking the leap. If you've decided you're going to leave that current job and pursue a creative endeavor, I want you to start by testing the waters, right? Launch a side project or explore freelancing opportunities or gig work while you maintain your financial stability. I am never going to say, just take this job and shove it. I'm not. We live in a world where you really need to do this stuff by, by stages, because if you live in a situation where someone else is paying your bills, then yeah, most of us don't. Most of us are living in situations where we're responsible for half the household or maybe even for the whole household or for kids. So if you have if you have the opportunity to do that, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I know someone whose husband said to her, I know you want to go to law school. You do that. I will take care of everything else. You just focus on your school. They figured out a way to pay for law school. He took care of paying for everything while she was in school. She got to do that. Amazing. Most of us don't have that, so you have to do it step by step. And launching that side hustle or finding freelancing gigs, I mean, I do that all the time. I freelance all the time doing uh, podcast editing, for example. I freelance teaching people how to speak in public. I freelance creating other people's podcasts. I freelance editing their books. These are all side hustles that I do in order to help me do my uh, my public speaking and my education outreach and also this podcast. So, oh, and my, one of my other side hustles is the Philosopher's Tones. I lead a holiday caroling group. Why? Again, it generates revenue, but it also is an incredibly creative thing that I do. Ironically, much as I am not great at the admin part, I am the leader and the manager of that group, so I have to do the admin. Yikes. But anyway... <laughs> Yeah, I want you to consider starting the freelancing uh, gig thing because you want to maintain your financial stability. And this is going to allow you to gain experience and it's going to allow you to build your portfolio before you make a full transition. Having that safety net financially and having a clear vision for that creative path is going to give you the confidence you're going to need in order to take the plunge into a career that really resonates with your heart and your mind and your spirit. So I want you to remember, you can combine these tips to create your own unique path, right? This is, these are here and there, there are six different ways that you can do this, but ultimately I want you to have a career and a life that you are thrilled to wake up to every morning. And if you want some personalized coaching on how to bring more creative challenge to your work and life, I would love for you to reach out to me. I'm going to put in a uh, a discovery call link. It's totally free. You can get 15 minutes with me and I can help you on that journey, whether it's within your current job 
or a new career or a creative endeavor of your own, whether you want to be doing more of the admin and productivity stuff that I've had to develop systems for in order to work. And these systems work because luckily (laughs) I'm managing. Or if you want help finding that artistic flair that's inside you already. Either way, either prong, I'm here to help. So I'm going to put a free discovery call link right into the show notes. You can find me and let me help you get to where you want to be. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, this is Isolde Trachtenberg for the Creative Solutions Podcast, reminding you to be bold, be creative, and most of all, be kind. And you're probably listening to this the day after Labor Day because most of us party on Labor Day. But if you happen to be listening to this on Labor Day, happy Labor Day. And if not, happy day or two days or six weeks after Labor Day. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you being here. Please subscribe to the podcast if you're new, and it would mean the world to me if you told a friend about it. Today's episode was produced by Isolde Trachtenberg and is copyright 2023. As always, please remember this is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Although, we can always hope. Until next time, keep living what you believe in. Thank you.